Welcome to Return to Radiance, the podcast with one core purpose, to remind you of your innate power and essence. I'm your host, Danielle Venables, an Akashic guide and soul coach here to activate, heal, and empower the new wave of soulful CEOs to become radically aligned and unapologetic. In these episodes, we will be diving into all things mystic, soul level transformation, the new paradigm of leadership, business energetics, awakening, healing, and more, as well as holding potent conversations around connecting deeply to your personal power and owning your truth. If you are here for it all, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. While I'm confident the discussions in this podcast have the power to change your life, these episodes are for information only and are in no way a substitute for individual medical, legal, or mental health advice. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is all around boundaries. And while boundaries are incredible, beautiful ways to help people succeed in your spaces and help you succeed and thrive in your business and your soul work and all the things, they are necessary for longevity and sustainability and um, really setting the standard of how people show up in your spaces, in your life, um, in your energy, there is a shadow side to boundaries that I'm witnessing more and more, especially in the coaching industry. Um, you know, I work with a lot of high level mentors, but even more than that, my high level mentors work with even higher level level mentors. If we want to talk about just overall, um, revenue, busyness, number of clients, you know, dollar figures, those kinds of things. Um, not that I believe that there is a hierarchy in that regard, Um, but I do know that obviously with more income, with, you know, more of a reputation, more of a kind of built out and high earning business, um, there are new sets of challenges and new sets of, or like new levels of leadership and things like that, that need to emerge in order to hold more in order to increase that capacity. And one of those things that comes through as you evolve and grow is boundaries. Logic says if you're holding more clients, you're going to need better boundaries because, you know, for someone who's just starting out, going back and forth in Voxer with a client for an hour at a time may be really doable if you only have one or two clients. Well, once you're working with 10 or 15 clients, that becomes a big energy drain. So there's no denying that pieces of your business need to shift, that certain expectations, certain levels of support or different structures in terms of your containers and things like that do need to shift. Um, and I can acknowledge that for sure. Um, the strategic part of my brain can absolutely wrap around that, but what I am speaking to that I've been seeing more and more is the types of boundaries that we are setting. There seems to be this connotation not only with boundaries, but around certain phrases like stepping into your power, owning the space, you know, um, protecting your energy, things like that. 
where there's a connotation to them that almost feels repelling. And I am here to open and shift the dialogue around boundaries and around the way that we enforce boundaries, the way that we see our own boundaries, the way that we treat our own energy and um, the energetic signature behind the boundaries that we set in hopes that we can start to shift into a model that both benefits the client and the coach. And what I really mean by this is Yes, life gets busier. Yes, things get more hectic. Yes, you're holding more. You need more capacity. You need to be more cautious about where your energy is going the busier that you get in your business. But how can we set the context, the expectations, the sort of, yeah, literally the expectations, like the code of conduct of how our spaces will be outlined? without putting up walls, without closing people out, without, you know, distancing yourself energetically to the point that your client doesn't feel supported or held or seen or even important. Um, I know a lot of people work intimately with higher level coaches. And then the feedback that I always hear is that it felt like they didn't care. And nobody wants to feel that way. Especially when typically if you're hiring a seven-figure earning business coach, they are charging a hell of a lot more than your average, you know, I don't want to say beginner coach, but like not seven-figure earner coach, you know, like there's, there's certain things that come with like this higher level of investment. And one of them is supposed to be proximity. And so when a leader has these boundaries that feel like walls to protect them, they're actually doing a disservice to the client because they're kind of icing them out. Even if it, even if they don't realize that, even if that's not the intention, the mentality behind these harsh boundaries of like, I'm stepping into my power and I'm reclaiming my energy and like, you shall not penetrate my aura, right? <laughs> like it it creates a closeness that doesn't allow for the same level of connection as you might get with somebody who's more open, right? And so this is kind of a boundaries talk. This is also just kind of an attitude towards clients talk um, where what is going wrong what is weird with your messaging that you feel that you need boundaries to like protect yourself from your clients um so that's just like one thing to kind of consider is like you can have a standard for how people show up in your spaces you can have a standard for them respecting your time and your energy and you know you can have certain guidelines to help them become more effective communicators and, um, you know, really engage in a a mutually beneficial and reciprocal um, interaction when they step into your boxer or when they hop onto a call with you or whatever the case may be. But just really being aware of where you're actually trying to keep people out 
where you're actually trying to enforce a boundary from a place of force or fear that you need to protect yourself from something that the other person would do instead of seeing them as an equal in terms of you are human, I am human, you are divine, I am divine. And I will show up fully to support you within these parameters. And you will show up fully to receive within these parameters. And it doesn't have to be iced out. It doesn't have to be harsh or like there's walls up because that makes a really funky dynamic. And I've worked with coaches in the past where it just literally felt like they could care less if I was there or not. And that they were doing me a favor by being there for me or by showing up on the call or by, you know, answering a Voxer message. And I'm just really not about that attitude. I'm not about that way of being like, there's again, like I'm sure these, these harsh boundaries, these like dramatic measures to protect your energy from your clients comes from past wounding of like not calling in the right client or, um, you know, a past version of themselves where they were the people pleaser and they did burn themselves out and they're trying not to do that again and stuff. Like, I think it comes from a fairly innocent place, but I think it's a dialogue that needs to happen because when we are leading our movement, when we are living our heart-centered purpose and business, it's so counterproductive and almost damaging to constantly be pushing these people away and trying to like, quote unquote, keep them in line. For one, it's not recognizing them in their power. I think the first step should always be to call your client into their power. And that involves, if you listen to my last episode, like that involves, um, you know, having the hard conversations if boundaries are consistently being violated or things like that. But even more than that, like it's just seeing them as another human being and really dropping into a level of I see you and you see me and power meets power. And I'm not available for less than you're than a certain standard, but you're in my space because you are also not available for less than that standard. You know, like there's like this, this reciprocal energy that we can take when we're not trying to keep ourselves on a pedestal, when we're not trying to keep ourselves in isolation energetically from our clients. And I think sometimes that gets forgotten. Like there really is no hierarchy. There really is no being better than somebody else or anything like that. So set yourself up for success, set your clients up for success with the context of the container and the expectations up front of the container, of the way you show up, of all of these things. But then don't be cold. Trust that they've got it. Trust that like they were attracted to you because they love the way that you live your life and the way that you do show up in that heart-centered way. You know, don't let them get behind closed doors with you just to slam the door in their face. Because I've seen that like over and over again lately um, where the boundaries are so rigid that it just really feels 
like the client ends up feeling unsupported. And in order to be gifted leaders and, you know, transformational leaders, we need to do better with that. We need to find ways to hold our energy and hold our boundaries and hold our standards without trying to protect ourselves from people. Like it's really that protection energy that causes things to get really fucky <laughs> for lack of a better word. Like it, it causes things to get weird. Um, and so if you are like struggling with like feeling like you need to protect yourself from your clients, this is a perfect opportunity to ask yourself like, what experiences have I had that are like playing into this situation? Do I really need to protect myself from this client or am, is my brain still like re- referencing past clients that I've had before I was the woman I am today? Um, what standards and context can I set before anyone ever steps in to work with me? What do I expect of them? What can they expect of me? And how, how can I make that feel good before they even step in? And then sprinkling that through your messaging, through who you be, through your energetic signature, when you're showing up online, when you're doing the things, when you're running the workshops, when you're creating social media content, all of these things, like weaving that frequency in where it's like, I settle for no less than this. When you are in my space, you are playing at this level of emotional intelligence, of boundaries, of you know, standards for your life. And it's okay to fall apart, but we're not, we're not doing the whole like victim mode 24 seven. I'm not going to rescue you. Like there are certain boundaries energetically that we can set. But when we start to view boundaries as like a light that's emanating from us, where like the darkness can't enter the light, right? Like this is radiance work. When we are just, we just are that light. We embody that light. We radiate that light. The darkness actually can't step in. And that type of boundary to me feels so much better than putting up walls and gates and chaining people out and allowing them to feel like I don't care about them or like they're not supported by me or like I can't show up for them fully because I'm too busy protecting my own energy. Like that is the last thing I would ever want a client to feel. And at the end of the day, like we're here doing our soul work. And in order to do our soul work, we need to be able to connect soul to soul. And that requires some level of vulnerability that requires some level of letting people into your heart and creating that meaningful connection it's not just transactional. It's not the cold-hearted patriarchal business structures that we've seen modeled to us throughout society. And I really feel like this is where these wounded boundaries come in is from the modeling that we've received from society and from our upbringing and from all of that. But um, when we can soften and let people in while standing in our power, it's not one or the other. You are not powerful for putting walls up So when we can do both, when we can stand in our power and hold so much love and empathy for our clients and pour into them and love on them and be there for them in a way that's healthy, in a way that's securely attached, 
everything starts to shift, our whole experience of our business starts to shift, our client transformations shift. And so this is just a reminder as you grow your business, as you grow your legacy, as you expand into new levels of income, to always come back to why you started, to always come back to what your soul really wants to experience. And at the end of the day, that is connection. So let yourself hold that connection while still working on boundaries, while still learning how to say no and speak your truth and all of that good stuff, but coming entirely from a place of love, love for yourself and love for other people. I hope that this gives you some things to think about. Let me know if this resonates. Feel free to share it on social media and tag me at Radiant Soul Coach, and I will talk to y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world if you'd take a moment to download a couple episodes and rate the show to help it reach more like-minded leaders. If you loved today's discussion and decide to share it, be sure to tag me on Instagram at Radiant Soul Coach to help expand the ripple effect of this podcast.